All right, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, today's Daddy Caddy podcast. Um, so uh, we are going to switch it up a little. We're going to try to make two podcasts a week. Start off the bat. We're going to yes. start off Wednesday nights. We're going to record Wednesday nights and Sunday nights and try to put them out Thursday mornings and Sunday and Monday mornings. So all of our all of our Daddy Caddy fam out there, look forward to us. Uh, on uh thursday mornings and monday mornings so yeah so they're so nice that we're doing them twice <laughs> exactly um wish my wife said that <laughs> <laughs> only if facts. What, facts in what world that exists i want to be there it's <laughs> 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 nice to do it <laughs> so. all right well um since jj wasn't with us last week uh tell us about vegas well i was there he's capping no no cap no cap no cap um no it was really cool we uh me and maddie decided that you know it was time that we take a vacation um get out of utah great state it's better than arizona didn't want to go down there so i was like we'll go to vegas instead wait utah or nevada (laughs) i said we get to nevada Oh. Who looks at Nevada and says, this is better than Arizona? <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. Vegas is kind of like a cesspool. Like, I wouldn't want to, like, live down there. Would. What? <laughs> no, I would. I, I mean, I did for a little bit. But, no, we went down there and uh, visited some family. Stayed there for about six days. Um, we got there on the, the night. We got there the night that the draft started. Um, they were having it over at – there's a big fountain – um in front of like the venetian or it's like pretty close to the venetian it's a big water fountain then they did it over that um i wasn't able to go the first night but the second night for the second round i was there and um they didn't let us like into like the actual dome of where they were doing it at they had like a watch party for like everybody else i was there to watch it but you could still see like a little bit distance down was like you know the stand and where they were like calling people's names like that you could see them but it sounds like a swingers party are you sure this was the draft yeah 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 there there was a lot of stinky falcon fans there so i knew that it was definitely the draft <laughs> they were there begging for a good quarterback so I was the one like, thing to look right, forward to definitely the draft huh the one thing to look forward to please right. pick somebody good this year <laughs> please 40 year old 40 year old desmond ritter hey hey homeboy <laughs> said he ain't leaving until i get a super bowl so <laughs> Did you see? Did you guys see? Did you guys see his picture? That fool looks like he's forty years old. That's fine. We're used to playing with a forty-year-old quarterback, anyways. Yeah, right. nothing's gonna change. <laughs> so hopefully, this one could be more consistent. No disrespect to Maddie Ice, but that was disrespect. <laughs> that was disrespect. That was a direct yeah. contradiction to what you just said. It's not against him as a person; it's him as an Atlanta Falcons quarterback. All right. Hey. Hey, and you know what? At least it wasn't the whole uh, Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis debacle. And you can cut, you can cut that shit with a knife. <laughs> Attention, <laughs> man. Uh, that was that was crazy. But Tommy, you guys picked up a quarterback. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you almost spit that out? <laughs> yeah, no, hands, bro. His hands are about the same size as mine. <laughs> Hey, who who was it? Somebody, I think it was Richard Sermon that was saying that he don't trust no quarterback who always wear gloves. <laughs> like all right. 
I felt I felt that I thought that one for Teddy Bridgewater too. But Teddy's Teddy's a decent quarterback. Well, Teddy is a, Teddy is a good quarterback, especially where he's at right now in, in Miami. You know that they're gonna be they're gonna uh, that two is not gonna stay very long because Teddy two gloves over there because because Bridgewater can actually throw more than fifty yards. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Tua can bomb. Yeah, but every time he does bomb, I swear that man closes his eyes. <laughs> That's facts. Dude, did you He's see like, the, Did you see those practice videos today with him and Tyreek? I didn't see those. No, love to send them in the group chat. Oh, sh- oh shit, JJ, you weren't here with us last week when I was talking about uh, Tyreek Hill picking off Jameis Winston with Jameis Winston just doing Jameis Winston thing. <laughs> Same job, bro. Hey, hey, year. You, leave, you leave my you quarterback know, alone. At you least it was alone. to a wide receiver, though. <laughs> At least it's consistent, man. One ACL or two ACLs, still throwing picks. Hey, keep (laughs) my quarterback's name out your mouth. (laughs) Just like he kept the crab legs out of his? (laughs) Give you one of those. No. (laughs) No, that was really cool that you got to check out the draft. That that you were there for all that stuff. So Yeah, it was was pretty cool. Did you get to see anybody? No, but we drove by – uh, the In and Out Burger that's like right next to the strip, and there were a lot of nice cars there. And um, my my aunt Mandy actually has a a net or a niece that works there, and she says there was like a lot of like big names that were like going to that In and Out Burger. So those guys were getting down there and they <laughs> just eating eating. Did you get assigned your own parole officer since you were there? <laughs> <laughs> right. No, that's Devonte Adam with his new parole officer down there. They they I heard they had them out at signings. Were you did you go did you go book a, a visitation time with uh Alvin Kamara? Oh man, I should have won. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> go go in there wearing my Taysom Hill jersey. Hey, I'd like to see Alvin Kamara. <laughs> Ask if you can go throw passes to Henry oh. Rokes after that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I get a can I get a lineup, please, of Alvin Kamara? <laughs> Dude, all I know is that 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 team, dude. That prison team. What? What the, are they called? The the mean, the mean machines. machines? <laughs> That's awesome. That prison team's brutal. That, yeah. That no. Um. That, that was cool though. That was that was badass. Uh, no, I wanted. Uh, how was your week, then, Micah? How was your week? Oh, it was pretty good. Just chilled. Watch the Suns get obliterated by the refs then watch the Suns <laughs> come back just Ooh. typical up and down up and down we got a luca fan here so i'm not gonna say too much we'll save that for later bring that heat bring that but, same energy micah but no dude i got a teething baby who is less than pleasant with life right now same same can't relate yeah. he's he's getting there he's you got to keep in mind, I'm dealing with everything that you guys are dealing with, but like with the lag, kind of like my internet is right now. So I'm like a month <laughs> behind. I, I, my internet's so bad, even my baby's lagging right now. <laughs> so, yeah. No, that teething stuff is no joke, though. I mean, I mean, that's the same for me, too. The, the last couple of weeks, bro, in the middle of the night, like, like Ricky, like he sleeps great. The boy sleeps great. I mean, I'm blessed. Blessed. I know. <laughs> But but lately he has not he has not been catching the vibes. I mean he's waking up in the middle of the night. I'm over here. I get in a couple hours of sleep, couples hours of sleep. You know, cause uh you know he's hurting, but I uh, can't blame the kid. 
yeah no that's tough yeah that's that's a that's pretty tough i wasn't there for Nora when her when she was teething and stuff like that so i'll i'll, I'll be near the same boat here in a little bit yeah but my my wife this, this isn't my wife's first rodeo like so weeks. right in two weeks yeah probably he's already like drooling like no other this dude's yeah, spitting up a pint. Worse. yeah so, some days i think it's my french bulldog that's like drooling all around the house <laughs> but it's just my baby <laughs> Right, he's got, he's got he's horseshoeing two lips in his mouth and just drooling all over the place. Yeah, five months old, packing two fatties down there already. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but anyways, you know, let's get on to the NBA playoffs though because Sheesh. it is popping. I mean, like, right now, right now with the with all these different series. I mean, the the Suns. I mean, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Game Seven. I'm thinking Game Seven, Suns and Mavericks. Game Seven, Bucks and Celtics. Um, you know, Game Seven. I mean, tonight, everybody who's you know, everybody's gonna wake up tomorrow, listen to the podcast, and they're gonna they're gonna realize the the kind of whoop ass that the Memphis Grizzlies just put on the yeah, Warriors it, right it, now. It's a whoop ass in the second quarter. I don't know what happened there, but it was a lot more than just that. Right. That that was embarrassing. That boy I, needs some milk. That, I mean. That, that that was bad, and this is this is all I got to say about it is that everybody, every every sports network that, that you turn on right now, especially over here being on like the West Coast area, everybody's talking about Golden State. Everybody's saying Memphis is done for. It's a wrap. Go home, enjoy yeah, it. And Memphis came out, Stephen just Adams swinging. They didn't care. Right at at, at Stephen A. Smith right now. Hey, how yeah. you feeling about those oh, Warriors exactly right now? Him. Exactly, he said, "Pack it up. You're done. You're done." Yeah, done. Well, you know what, Stephen A. You know what? There's a couple players on there, like my boy Stephen Adams. You know, Aquaman doing his <laughs> thing. He a bad man. <laughs> Aqua God, dude. Aqua God. <laughs> Bags, so, though. No, the they, the fact that that happened tonight was just absolutely just blow my mind. Yeah. But you know, let's jump in. Let's jump into this the the Suns and the Mavericks series because because I know for Mike and I, this is a close one for us. And then JJ over here, you know, riding I'm devil's Luka, advocate. I have to be. I riding, have to be. Riding Luka Donkic, Luna Donkic, uh, Donkic. <laughs> we, we know what you're trying to say. We know what you're trying to say. But uh, no, that series has been hot. I mean, if you guys, you guys watched the game last night, the fight afterwards, I love it. The passion Ooh. of the game right there. You mean His Mac Biombo is not a dude that I would step up to either. He's definitely on my list of people that I would not go out of my way to mess with. Wait, that's all I'm gonna say too. Who? Bismack Biombo. Oh yeah. You don't know who he is, bro? No. Put some no, respect on Bismack's name. I didn't hear. I didn't hear what he said. I didn't hear what he said. You know, he uh, he's a uh, Monty Williams' uh, second chance uh, guy. Pulled him off the streets, gave him a chance, and now he's out there taking us to the world championship. So yeah putting um, the hurt down so, so i know i know this isn't going to come out this isn't going to come out of your your any of your two mouth because you guys are you guys are in your fills you guys are out here sweating you know can we really do it but i i think one of the biggest factors as to why you guys are struggling with the mavericks so hard is, is luca Not a good player you guys are stressing about having to guard him because you you can't stop him nah, he's he, a pest. that man is finesse he finesses and then not only that but he's jabbing he's taking shots 
He's getting in everybody's head. He's getting in everybody's face. He don't care. He's definitely jabbing, and he's also extending that shoulder and extending that arm, and it's not getting cold, hardly ever. And then he wants to piss and moan and cry in the ref's ears 24-7. I'm surprised that dude has not been ejected for constantly yelling at the refs. But you have dudes like Anderson on the Grizzlies who said one thing to the refs last game, and they teed him and they sent him out. Or you've got dudes like Draymond Green that made a living just heckling the refs, but they don't yeah, get no. ejected. It makes no sense to me. It's that's they're, they're, they're ridiculous. So I, I will go as far to say that game four in Dallas, the refs may or may not have had a, a pretty good hand on that. Actually, they probably did. They did have a good hand in it. Yeah, who's paying you? They I was definitely okay. sort of fishy about that. that, but that don't matter. That don't matter. It, the fact that the Suns were able to squeeze out a win in Game Six, and now it or in Game Five to go to Game Six, if if somehow Dallas wins this next game, it, it don't matter. It don't matter because the, the the Suns are at that point where they're the number one team in the league and they're struggling with the Mavericks, they should have blown out. It should have been, so, been three weeks by now. Struggling. They're not the Mavericks are handling. no slouch. Yeah. <clears throat> Luka Doncic, Luka he is no slouch. I mean, that dude is a, is an all-star for a reason. He's a I mean, he's the, face of, he's, a he's the face of the Dallas Mavericks for the reason. Yeah, he's a baller. Nobody's going to doubt that. I mean, he's going to get his. He's going to get his. Um, but <clears throat> look, at, look at the – the thing that that uh, uh, Phoenix is struggling with right now is playing in Dallas. I don't know why they're struggling. I mean, we've been a great road team all season, but we're struggling in Dallas. But that's fine. They can go ahead and lose. We can lose game six, but we're going back to Phoenix, bro. We're coming back to the Valley, and I can guarantee you we're not going to lose the Valley in the Valley. I mean, it's going to be different, and that's the thing. And that's the thing about this is is we we have that leverage. We can we can throw this this game. It's not it's not a big deal when we're up three three two right now. So, and we're not going to lose in Phoenix. Facts. You know, put, put it down. It's, it's not going to happen. Tommy's putting his house on it. You heard um, it here first. Yep. I, I, I don't know. I can't, I can't, I can't agree with that. The, the, the fact that Phoenix has been nothing but a good three-point defensive team in this entire season. And what happens? Why, why are you, why are you guys losing these games? Why have you guys lost two games? Be, because he's, he's they're gunslinging the it from the three. You guys can't stop them on the three. We Nobody could have stopped the Mavericks from the yeah. three the way that they were shooting the doors off that stadium the other night. You nobody could, was stopping them. You can put the Lord and Savior down here walking on water, and he's not blocking Finney Smith. I mean, that dude That dude was – he had the hand of God. I mean, that, that dude was just drained. He wasn't going to miss. I mean, there, him and um, Luca and – the other big man, I can't remember his name. Um, Maxi? No, no, the big man for Dallas, Kleba. Yeah, Maxi. Yeah, Maxi yeah, Kleba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he was. I mean, those guys were, and those are guys who who <clears throat> who aren't supposed to beat you. But when they beat you, like when they have a game like that, I mean, that's just what's going to happen. I mean, it's the same thing with the, the Celtics and the Bucks series. When you have an Al Horford who, who's putting up thirty points, you're going to lose that game. And you know and also Jalen Brunson too. Jalen well, Brunson dropped dropped eighteen points in Game Four. Yeah, well, and Jalen Brunson is doing a lot of other stuff too. I mean, um, <clears throat> he's definitely you know lived, helping them a lot. But but like I said, it's different. You're playing home. 
you're playing in Phoenix, you're playing in Dallas. I mean, that's just how the NBA is. The NBA is that way, where when you have home court advantage, you have home court advantage. It is sincerely is a huge advantage. So, so this, this is this is one question I know you wanted to bring up, Tommy. So I'm going to go ahead and ask it. But you, you're wanting to ask who, who is a more influence or who is more important to the team between Chris Paul and Devin Booker. Let me get some preface on this for us. So I work, I got, I got all my buddies. They know about the podcast. They listen to the podcast and all that stuff. And, they, and they're all over here trolling me because I love Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker's a baller. I've loved Devin Booker since he became, since he became a son. Um, I mean, he, he is the, the backbone of, of the Phoenix Suns. I mean, I don't think that the Suns would be where they are at today if it, without Devin Booker. I mean, he's been there. He's a homer uh, since he was a rookie. I don't know. I just admire the guy. He's a, he's a baller. And so, but I'm also a huge CP3 fan. I've yeah. loved CP3 since the beginning. Um, and, uh, you know, all the way up until now, when he went to Phoenix, I was like, this is awesome. But once he came to Phoenix, this team changed. This team went from, from, from a lottery pick to, uh, to, you know, NBA champions or NBA showing in the NBA championships winning the Western conference and stuff like that. So a huge change. And so the debate that, that, that we've been talking about at work is, is who's more, who's more influential on this team is it Devin Booker or Chris Paul. <clears throat> and in my opinion, it's, it's a Devin Booker. I feel like Devin Booker, he, he is, if he's not going to if he's not getting his Chris Paul can make up for it. But at the same time, Chris Paul isn't the one winning the majority of the games. Devin Booker has, has to put his in. And I know it's a team sport, but at the same time, I just feel like the contribution that Devin Booker puts into this team is just more important than, yeah. than a Chris Paul. And I think that I think that at this time right now, Chris Paul is a facilitator. Chris Paul is a leader. He is a game, he's a game manager. He's a he's a general. And that's how he's made his living. He hasn't made his living necessarily being the star, being the the forty points a game type of a player, and and then, but that's what makes him so great too at the same time. But that is what Devin Booker is. Devin without a Devin Booker, Chris Paul, he's you know back on the Thunder. You know what I mean? Like it's just yeah. That and that's my opinion. So I don't know what you guys think, and that's what I wanted to bring up in the podcast. Well, see what you guys think. What do you, what do you think, Mike? Because I I want I want to save myself for last, kind of take it for for last, because I I got a pretty hot take on this. So, oh, I I will agree with Tommy, but I'm gonna play devil's advocate here, and I'm gonna say that Chris Paul fouling out is the reason why they weren't able to win that last game, because in the clutch, and towards the end of that fourth quarter, when you need a dude to completely zone out that home crowd and to really take control of the floor, slow it down and work at his pace of play. I don't think that there's a dude that has ever done it better than Chris Paul. And I think that Chris Paul is definitely, definitely one of the key pieces on this team. And I think that if Chris Paul's not putting in his work, then the team can only go so far because he brings a lot of leadership too, that I think that Devin Booker will bring in a couple of years, but he's just not there yet. I think that Chris Paul just has more experience and he's been to the, he's been to the mountaintop before and he's been there quite a bit of times, but he just hasn't gotten to the crest just yet. But I think that all of that he's taken year after year after year, 
but I don't see a dude that can control a game better in the clutch or better end game than Chris Paul can. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm going to go out and, and agree with, agree with Micah and disagree with Tommy. I, I, and this is my whole take on it. I'm not, I'm not a big Phoenix fan, but I, I, I know my players and I know, you know, I keep eyes on players and stuff like that. And, and Chris Paul's actually been one of the, one of the guys that I, I really like and, and keep up with. And I'm going to have to say Chris Paul because, Devin Booker's a great player. That man could put up points. There's there's no doubt about it. You know what I mean? But I, I don't think that without without Chris Paul, that team wouldn't be. I mean, and you can obviously go to say the same thing about Devin Booker, but that team wouldn't be what they are. But I think, and actually I know that when Chris Paul wasn't there, the Phoenix Phoenix were good, but they weren't made yet. What where 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 has Phoenix gone since Chris Paul's been on that team? Where they how far have they gone? Pretty well, far, and I, right? And I get that argument. I mean, that argument, like, like, look, look at what you know, Chris Paul's this. Look at the Suns since Chris Paul's been on that team. But at the same time, I mean, the Suns were were getting there. The Suns were on their yeah, way. The play Devils advocate too, and to go back with Tommy, like they didn't have dudes like Jay Crowder or Javale McGee or dudes like that with a championship pedigree and dudes that have been there before that can really put a team together and and people that can mesh with that team. Well, and like like I said, I'm not going to take away any flowers from Chris Paul because Chris Paul definitely deserves it. Chris Paul has helped this team mature into a championship team. I mean, before they were Absolutely. just a bunch of young, raw talent, and that's what it was. But and they the were. Time, and I think – and that's why I'm doubling down on, on Chris Paul for this because – that's that's what they needed that was their missing key for but them at the same time to, no 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 it, this, you can't say that well, well chris paul brought the culture the culture is now in phoenix so they have that culture and that's what chris paul brought but we saw when chris paul was out at the end of the season i mean phoenix didn't miss a beat we were out there still torching teams we we're out there still winning and winning yeah, but, and but winning, was winning. chris paul but, still on that was chris paul still on that bench barking orders yeah, was I mean, Chris sure, Paul still he, on that bench leading that team. Absolutely. I get that, but, but I'm saying no. I, but I'm saying yeah, he's important in that aspect. But I'm talking about when it comes to the game, when, when you're out there playing, Devin Booker, he he is the soul of the team. Um, without Devin Booker, that that team, I feel like the team loses their identity. I, I mean, Devin Booker is the face of this team. He's the like. You know, when it's, I, I kind of see it as like, as like Chris Paul is like the delegator and then um, he works through Devin Booker. You know what I mean? So like, so, so, but that, but that's basically saying the same thing with like, uh, but Kyrie, I mean, Kyrie I mean, Irving, when it comes Kyrie to the Irving contributions on the floor, like contributions on the floor, when it comes to whose game is more important in the game itself, not just the culture or, or the wisdom or the game management that he brings. I mean, like if Devin Booker is not out there, you know, balling, the Suns are going to struggle because, because Chris Paul is older. Chris Paul is, he has to work harder to do that kind of stuff that he needs to do. So I, like I said, you know, you can also teeter too and go back to Tommy's point that like, they don't ask that much out of Chris Paul. Like as long as he's putting up, 18 plus to like the, the 25, 26 range. Most of the time the Suns are going to be in there, but they really have to get a lot out of, out of book and books got to be putting up like 30, 35, 
sometimes these 40 point games just for them yeah. to stay in it. And my other my other argument is too is that Devin Booker was in the running for MVP. And you cannot tell me that 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 I mean he was in the running for MVP. Yeah. That right there speaks for itself, in my opinion, to how important Devin Booker is to this team. So yeah, so but you you can I don't know. I I, I think I think every team well, I don't know, you, you kind of stuck. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, I'm debunked. I'll admit it. All right, white flags up. Okay, yeah, Devin Booker probably. But that doesn't take away the fact that Chris Paul does what he does. My no, my reasoning right. like behind said, my answer is still valid. The, the I think that the it could go both might not be right, but it's still valid. Both prop for sure. Great yeah. valid points. So so all of Tommy's coworkers that are listening to this, just know I I fought that battle for you. I did my hardest. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> I'm just gonna be um, like over here. I'm just switching sides back and forth. So I know I know this might be a little bit of a touchy subject. But it's something that I want to talk about. I'm a little upset and a little worried. But Tommy, let's go ahead and talk about what happened tonight with the Boston Celtics. <laughs> let, um. let, 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 un, let me understand something. I know you, you weren't able to watch the full game. You were out, you were out balling yourself, you know, hopefully, you know, hitting them licks and you know, doing doing your thing on the court with them Kyrie's on. Um, but yeah. let me tell you, let me we let me tell speak. you something. Let me let me tell you a little bit something what happened, okay? We there's there's Close tied game. It was like a hundred and hundred and two tied, right? And there was there's about seven seconds left. And we had the ball. Actually, no, we were down by two. We were down by two. We had the ball. And they threw it in to Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart drove to the basket and got blocked. Knocking it out More of more than just blocked. That Drew man got holiday. Snuffed it out from the start. Okay. Why they gave it to Smart, I have no clue. I have no clue why they decided to give that to Marcus Smart. Okay. Not only that, though. Okay. So we go back and they, and we foul and they're up by three because they, I think they had missed a. So anyway, so we have an opportunity. There's like four seconds left and we're, we're getting the ball back. Right. And they throw it inbounds again. Guess who they throw it to? Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart, and guess what he does again? He loses the ball. Who was who was guarding Tatum? Drew Holiday? Who was guarding Tatum? Yeah, was Giannis guarding him? Yeah, Smart yeah, had but, Drew. Yeah, but so now tell me this too: Who's probably the better free throw shooter? Let's be honest. Jason Tatum. You would go with Tatum. I would rather go with Tatum. Yes, I, I would probably go with Smart. It's not. It's not only is he a best, better free thrower, but Jason Tatum can get them. He can get the man ones. He can put that ball in that basket. He can muscle that through. Maybe not I'm through not Giannis. Saying he can't, but it's maybe not, not through Giannis. Giannis. The muscle, but it's one thing to muscle against Giannis Antetokounmpo with Bobby Portis over the top too. You, it's it's a lot more than just muscling it in there. But but my my whole trees. upset the whole the whole reason I'm upset about this is why why did we think and why did Marcus Smart it's nothing I love the man that man that man is a he's a thug that man is a certified thug nothing about it okay but you you aren't that man you aren't you can't be doing that well the 
Boston did yeah. make their bed. They made their bed and they got to sleep in it when they that, got rid of Scary Terry. That that that's also yeah. They picked Scary Terry, and they let him go, and they kept smart. That was so, a Kyrie um, thing, though. I'm pretty sure that was a Kyrie thing. That was the Kyrie, yeah. But even then. No, I mean, like I said, I love Scary Terry. Like, Terry Rozier, I wish that he was still Celtic um, because what we have with Derek White, he's our backup point guard right now. Um, yeah. So, but, but that's the thing, though. Like, Marcus Smart is not necessarily our offensive threat that we should be using in, like, end games moments. Like, we should be using, like, a like a, um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum, I feel like that that's what we should have gone. But even give the ball to Al Harford. I, no, I, I just I don't understand that. Al Horford. I, I've been respecting Al Horford, sure. But Smart's been consistent throughout the entire playoffs. And it's tough too because Smart had a good look, but Drew just he's bigger and he's stronger and he'd figured it out before Smart even got the shot off. There's really nothing that Smart could have done in that situation. And you can't yeah. pass it because Tatum had Portis and Giannis both spying. So you can't give it to Tatum and expect him to muscle it in there because you're not you're not muscling it in over Giannis and Bobby Portis. I guess the real question is, we can go through and analyze this game and everything, but I think the real question is, is, uh, is it over for the Celtics? I mean, we lost our home no. court advantage. No. It's not. It can't be. It can't. This can't be the end. We're we're not going out like Still that. Still sticking with Bucks and seven. No, I we ain't I'm going not out like getting that. off this boat. <laughs> Man overboard. I get it. I get it. Abandon ship. You will um, not sway me. I think that the Celtics. I don't know what their defense has been. They took a Their day defense off. was so great all season long, and they figured out Giannis. But now they're veering from their game plan again. I it's don't understand. Even, it. But that's the thing; it's not even the defense; it's offense. It's Our offense isn't consistent. Our offense because we got two young guys <laughs> like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, huh? We're getting ball. We're getting stuffed. We're, well, we're getting not swatted. We need to. We need to pass the ball. That's what we need to do, and then and. You know, we just need to be better, better, better offense, and you know, move the ball around, look for our looks. I mean, we've we've done it before. We know how to do it, but offensively, we're still young. I think we're still immature, and um, defensively, they that's where that youth and and passion can come in, and that's why I think Boston's so good defensively because they have the youth, they have the passion. And, you know, so defensively they excel, but offensively it takes maturity. It takes experience. And I feel like that they're still experiencing a lot of that stuff. I mean, it, you can it takes see unselfishness. You can see the growing pains of Jason Tatum. I mean, you go from, you go from a 180 pound Kevin Durant <laughs> to a, a 235 solid seven foot brick house of on Giannis Antetokounmpo. I mean, I mean, it's a huge, huge difference. And yeah. you can see that he's just trying to figure that out. And, you know, Jason Tatum has had his struggles. I mean, the, uh, the last game when we won, when Al Horford went off for 30 points, I mean, Jason Tatum had the quietest 30 points I've ever seen because he was 
he was still putting up stats, but at the same time, you can just see him out there struggling. And yeah. so it's the consistency. The consistency of the Celtics offense is what's killing us because we've got it on defense. We can play defense. This is not the first time that we've had to play defense against a Giannis Antetokounmpo with a Chris Middleton. I mean, I, I feel like the Celtics and the Bucks meet almost every single year in the playoffs. And um, they really should have mopped it up without Middleton out there because Drew has been so inconsistent and the Celtics were handed the Bucks on a golden platter and they're just fumbling the bag right now. Yeah, no, it's It's bad. I'm not going to give up because I do believe in the Celtics team. And I, I, I feel like they, you know, when they, when they are playing good offensively, I think that they, they can, they can really do a lot of damage. And with, we just have to stay consistent. We have to stay with the game plan in the fourth quarter because we're falling apart. And that's where, that's where, uh, uh, the Bucks are vulnerable is in the fourth quarter because they don't have a closer with a, a, a Chris Middleton. And so that's yeah. when we need, that's when we really need to be, you know, stepping on their throats, but we're not because we're not taking advantage of our offensive possessions. We're not scoring the ball. We can, we go like uh, five minutes without making a basket. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like that's yeah. not good. That's not good at all. So it's hard. Consistent, consistently the Celtics have to do it. Is it over? I don't think it's over. It's definitely going to go to a game seven. I think Boston can, can pull it out in, in uh, Milwaukee uh, in a couple of days, but you know, we'll see. They play in Boston for game seven, right? Yep. Yeah. So Milwaukee's got to do it. They've got to do it tomorrow yeah. night. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see it. So, uh, Mike, is you still you're gonna die on the uh, Bucks and seven or Bucks and six? Bucks and seven. Die Bucks on that hill. Die on that hill. You son of a gun. Season seven. Like JJ they called me a madman. Huh? Season seven. Season seven. Season seven, baby. We cripping in green, baby. No cap, baby. I'm just kidding. That was bad. I probably shouldn't be doing that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We might, have, we might need to edit that out. Uh, <laughs> Get all our Christian followers. <laughs> 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 to cover it up real quick. Yeah. Um, anyways, yeah, no, no season, season seven. So let's move on. Let's move on to uh, a short and rather easy conversation. 76ers and the heat. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Mike. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say, say what I'm about to say. I don't know what you want to talk about. It's I'm I'm already getting bored just like thinking of something to say. The Sixers are just not fun to watch at all. Because James Harden's washed up. Well, he, even he even tried then, like fast. he tried. I, I was fast. thinking like Joel Embiid was talking all this crap and how he was he was pissed off that he didn't get the MVP and he's gonna use his anger and he's gonna cut he's gonna drop a forty bomb and now he just royally shits the bed. Hey, you want to hear something funny? I, I saw something. <laughs> I saw this. I don't know if it's true or not, but I saw it. It's pretty funny. But I saw like somebody say that Ben Simmons <laughs> said that he, he, he was going to come out. But th- this was like with, with Brooklyn, obviously. But he said that he, Ben Simmons would have came out in game seven if they had gone, if they had made it to game seven. 
He's like, I was just, I was just saving it because I wanted to be in Brooklyn and come out for the fans. Yeah, okay, Zion Williamson. See, I got, I got some beef with with Joel Embiid right now because, because this fool, he'd be out there talking all this trash and I'm the best player in the world, MVP, I'm scoring champ. All this stuff. <coughs> cool, 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 cool. But at the same time, then he'll be like. He throws his own little pity parties. He's like, well, if if I didn't play, they were going to say that I'm soft because I didn't play. And if I did play, I'm not going to be able to play fully 100%. Though they're going to say that I'm not good. I'm washed up. I'm like, dude, come on. Like, just get out there and play. Like, like you think you deserve <laughs> put, the MVP. Put your mask on and shut up and go play, go play basketball. He just you know, reminds I, me of Carl Anthony Towns. Right, or just with a different type of accent. Right, more African. Hey, Micah, Micah, nope, nobody care who I was before I put the mask. On. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Buller didn't care either. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's interesting. Well, why don't we get into a little bit of that? I mean, the Heat right now are cooking. No pun intended. <laughs> Jimmy Butler's a scary dad joke guy. for the day. Um, right. <laughs> Um, but uh, the heater, the heater cooking right now, and and so, um, but are the heat, are the heat anything? I mean, I don't know. I, I the heat, the 76ers right now are a joke to me. I mean, James Harden, joke, Joel Embiid, he's acting like a joke right now. I know the guy's got real talent, he's a good baller, but right now he's acting like a joke. I mean, Tobias Harris, why can we can we drop that, please? Because Tobias Harris ain't. shit. I'm gonna put it out there. Tell me uh, how you really feel. No, nope. why ain't he I'm, shit? Take, I'm taking my gloves off on the seven right now. It's been a while. No gloves. No Let gloves. Him go off. <clears throat> the 76ers are ass. I mean, <laughs> I I love garbage. I love Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers is my boy. He took us to championship. He's won us championships. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but goddamn, they are making that man look so bad right now. I mean. You don't know what you're gonna get. I mean, you have James Harden and 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 uh, Joel Embiid, the best duo in the NBA. Yeah, you can you can miss me with that noise because that is a cap on God. I mean that that was this James Harden thing right now. Like James Harden was good. He was good. He was good. But, yeah. But I don't know what it is now. I mean, <coughs> if, if he if he because he's gotten fat and then he's not fat and then he's fat and then he's not fat. And now he's yeah. just trash. Um, and then Joel Embiid, you know, he wants to play in an MVP level. But then the one time, the one time, you know, he, he comes out here. This is my, my opinion. He came out here. He lost the MVP. And now he wants to throw a big pity party for himself. I should have been it. Now I'm out here playing through injury to try to win my team. I and mean, he's out there stinking it up. I mean, the Heat are just having their way with him. I mean, he, he was literally just a waste of space out there. He, he didn't care. You know how much the Heat don't care about it? They had Duncan Robinson not even <laughs> playing in games. Facts. The 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 76ers are spreading over are spreading open easier than a $20 stripper. I mean, the, it is it is <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. They're giving, they're, they're giving they it up. Care. They're giving they it don't up. Care. And it the 76ers right now I'm beefing with them because 
you know, they have all this talent and, and they should be one of these top elite teams, but then they go out and play in a series like this. I mean, first of all, why the hell did it take seven games to beat Toronto? I mean, come on, let's get real. His dog rivers. His dog rivers. Yeah. Well, that team, the team has no depth. I mean, you, then that's they, they got their starters and that's about it. You guys may like Doc Rivers because he brought y'all a championship for Boston, but if that man couldn't win a single championship or even get past the semifinals with prime Blake Griffin, prime Chris Paul, and prime DeAndre Jordan, what makes you think he's going to do it with anybody else? <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it, – Doc Rivers is the kind of – he's the kind of coach that he – he fits really – He, I don't know. I, this isn't any disrespect to him. This is just my perspective. But I, I don't think that he is the kind of coach to bring a team together. As that's in, the exact unless job it's, of a coach. But that's I know, he, but that's no, what no, no, I, no, no. It's the team is the he, team he that's did all, that, He did that in Boston. Together. He did that in Boston with, with uh, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, and Kevin Garnett. He brought that team they, together. They're already goaded, all of them. Yeah, they, they were goaded. But, but chemistry. But that was at the time when, when you actually had to mesh together and have chemistry as a team, and they didn't have chemistry as a okay, team. Okay, but but you but you 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 got to cut the man some slack. He he got given. I mean, regardless of the trade, because that's, that's what, what I'm trying to do. About. I'm trying to cut the man some slack, and the seventy sixers are know, ass. But that's, they they are ass, and exactly that. That's what I'm saying. But he, he, I don't expect. I don't know. It, it's kind of shitty to say but they were to get, asked to get james harden Doc rivers, and joel and be ass after doc rivers because <laughs> no, exactly doc that. rivers is ass <laughs> you know i'm i'm just curious about this process that everybody's supposed to be trusting in i ain't trusting shit it's nobody's yeah. process except for joel and beads because that man that man came out of that team not speaking a lick of english so that's all he knew how to say <laughs> trust the process trust the process <laughs> So yeah, the Heat got this one in the bag. This series is over. So, so this this is my question with them them winning it out the way that they did. I mean, obviously, it's either going to be Boston or or uh, Milwaukee that's going to be playing them next. Should should either one of those teams be scared to, to pull up on the Heat or what? I don't know, Jimmy Butler. I'm Jimmy at the menace Butler. right now. But I'm I wouldn't want to play the Heat. They I wouldn't want to play the one Heat seed for a reason. Yeah, yeah, and, the number and, and one seed for they, a reason. They have, done more, they have done more than show it throughout these playoffs. I mean, what because they play the 76ers. <laughs> I'm just saying, don't sleep on them. They were number one seed for a reason. They beat all these other teams during the rest of the league. They had the highest record in the entire NBA. Well, okay, let's come on. You got to play some hard teams to get that. This, this oh, play. Something. Yeah, the, the it was all that was all a whole mess. Then the whole Eastern Conference was this big old mess. They were they won the the conference by like a game, and um, but I mean the the Heat. Let's look at what the Heat have done in the playoffs. They beat Trey. They beat Trey Young because that's essentially all <laughs> that the the Hawks are is Trey. <laughs> and then um, Joel. They played a they played a hurt Joel Embiid and and. Uh, washed up James Harden and a Tobias Harris type of a guy. I mean, like they, they haven't James played a real Larden. team. Huh? James Larden, maybe James Lord. Right. No, but that's um, what I mean. So, so when, when they play the Celtics or the Bucks, either one of these teams, these are the Bucks and the, and the, and the, the Bucks and the Celtics are championship caliber teams. 
And I just don't think the Heat have got it. The Heat, because the Heat are hot and cold. The Heat are hot and cold. I mean, they're they're either world beaters or they're kicking themselves in the ass. Like, like that's what the Heat are, and that's what they've been doing. I I, I don't I don't think that's what they've done in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. But I don't think that that's who else. You want to know who else is a championship caliber team that's struggling right now? The Suns. This is just a thing that we can sit here and chat about the entire time, but it's the playoffs. You can't you can't count the number one seed out to beat a team like Milwaukee or Boston. I'm going to tell you right now, and it's not even just, you know, we're, all we're saying is Jimmy Butler. You got Tyler Hero. Who else you got on that team? I love Tyler Hero. I don't know about He's you guys. Kyle I Lowry, him. Duncan Robinson, yeah. Bam Adebayo. That Victor Oladipo is, is like your stacked. ninth man. <laughs> yeah, that no. stacked. I get that, but, but at the same time, like, those guys are like. Don't say Bench, bench oh. all-stars bench all-stars like like reserve all-stars i i'm gonna go out i'm gonna go out and say it right now am i yeah. wrong no i'm no, not well, i don't yeah. think i'm wrong like okay yeah you're not wrong but th- this is what this is what i'm gonna say though is i don't think that there is any player on the starting roster of the of the heat that can't guard anybody that that with where they're at that they're, they're gonna have a problem with anybody that they're gonna have to guard on either milwaukee or boston um, I think it's going to be quite the show. I disagree. I disagree. Like who? You think anybody on the Heat can match up against anybody on Boston or Milwaukee, or the other way around? I, I don't think that. I think that the Heat can handle their own shit against Milwaukee or Boston. I think that they can handle defensively. Yeah, I think the Heat found something a little sketchy there with Duncan Robinson's defense. That's that's why he's not playing. Yeah, yeah. but but like I said. You know the Celtics and the Bucks; those are those guys. Those guys are killers, and I feel like the Heat—they're kind of like they've got it, but at the same time, they still just—I watch them play, and I'm like, I just don't—I <coughs> don't believe this team. Like, I feel like there's just this. But this this is the this is the thing though with with the Heat though is that the way that they play, they play as a team, and that's why they're getting shit done. That that chemistry, it's not it's not perfect. It's 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 might even be a little bit of a stretch for it, but they're all on the same page. Let's also not sleep on the fact that they were just there too at the mountaintop, not even two years ago. In the yeah. bubble, we can talk about the bubble. You guys want to talk about the bubble? Let's talk about the bubble. Bubble was garbage. I mean, <laughs> the LA Lakers bombs. I mean, they were Steve. locked up for like ninety days. And nobody was happy. Nobody wanted to be there. I mean, they were like, you know, they were know. like, Jimmy they were Bono like, was happy. I heard that Rachel Nichols kept swinging on over to his hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> they were like me in my tournament tonight. But they were like, I wouldn't mind going out there and win today, but I'm not going to be mad if I lose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, the bubble was the bubble was this big experiment that they did. And I feel like it was kind of a mess and I don't, oh, it was absolutely, I, don't, but, I don't, I don't take that championship seriously. I mean, the Lakers didn't even have a parade. That's I mean, due to COVID due to COVID, but like at the same time, like it was the least interesting playoffs I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> yeah. I, I wouldn't say it was the least interesting. We got, a 
duel between Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell. We can't argue was, that wasn't one of the greatest playoff games that we would no. probably ever see in our entire lives. That yes. Was, yeah, no, that, that was that was, a, that was wonderful, but that was like in the first round. Yeah, but still. I don't know. Like I said, it, it drug on, and you could tell people weren't happy. There was so much other stuff going on, and people well, nope was happy and they made it very clear about that too so i don't know i i don't did so i'm kind of spacing here did we did we talk about golden state yet well we already did huh well yes and no okay i just i I just want to just get this off the page because we 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 already did about how they were getting spanked on but john morant's out He's, yeah, but they they proved that they can win without John Morant, though. If you look at yeah, the, I, no, and Morant, I know that, but that's not that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about his his knee injury, and you guys probably saw. Well, who was that? Was it Pool that grabbed dirty, his ankle? Dirty, dirty boy, dirty, dirty pool. Yeah. That dirty we, pool boy. Because I, I think I talked to Mike about this earlier, and Mike had just no, kind of seemed like eh. that wasn't that wasn't the play that he got hurt though. So. I know that it wasn't, wasn't but that was dirty play. as shit. No, that was, wasn't cool. What was dirty about that? He barely grabbed the knee. It don't matter. It don't. That's like stepping on a quarterback's hands when they're you're getting up. We do more in church ball than that, and we don't <laughs> complain about it. Yeah, but, no, but it's it's ball, one of those things that was, was, a- was intentional. It was clearly intentional, and I, I just I don't I don't tolerate that. I, I think that that's very low. Okay, then to play devil's advocate, what what was up with John Morant, Tripp, and Steph Curry then? Just a couple of drives earlier. What was that about? It's a chippy game. They've been playing chippy, and they've both been beating each other up. And that's my thing. Let the boys be boys. He's grabbing his knee. That's dirty. There was a difference between putting the hand on the knee and then pulling it off versus grabbing it and yanking it like everybody claimed that he did. Yeah, he walked know. away just fine after that. And that wasn't Jamie, even the play Jamie, that he hurt his knee. Jamie, Jamie, the can play you pull that, that he hurt his knee was when someone ran into it. Jamie, Jamie, can you pull up that video, please? Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Joe Rogan. I'm just saying, we we gotta we gotta get somebody in here to be able to do that. Pull that video up. I'm just saying. You're telling me that Jordan Poole hit that knee with so much force that he's the one that bruised that knee. Perspective is everything. What did it look like he was doing? I, I tell you, he didn't one inch punch that knee. Oh my god! And bruise it. <laughs> no, he bruised the yeah. knee earlier. He, he obviously had that injury before that. What was he trying to do? What do you mean he had the injury before that? He already had a hurt knee. Why do you think he was grabbing at it? Maybe to hurt it a little more. Just saying. If this was Draymond, then I'd have this conversation. But Jordan yeah. Poole has done nothing in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe Draymond told him to do it. Oh well, then then this is a different conversation. You said, "Hey, grunt, why don't you go out there and uh, yeah, handle this?" That's besides the fact, though. The reason that they won a lot of games when Jaw was out during the regular season, I don't want Stephen Adams to go unnoticed in all of this, and he's one of the reasons why they won so handedly tonight was because he dominated the offensive boards, and that man is a <laughs> force to be reckoned with down low. That they're, they're gonna... lineup. That they claim that they have, yeah, with like Wiggins and Draymond Green and Poole what and were they and Steph. What were they, they got it? shit on down low. The death lineup or whatever. 
Yeah, you try like and out rebound Stephen Adams with Andrew Wiggins and tell me how that's gonna go. Aqua they should God. put Javel McGee out there. Javel <laughs> McGee can handle his own. The the, the Shaq and a full MVP back to back, dude. Stephen no. Adams is a man. No, I Speaking feel like Joel, I feel like this game. Right. I feel like people need to start respecting the Grizzlies. I feel like John Moran. He's an All Star. He's the face of that franchise. But at the same time, they are way more than John Moran. I mean, Desmond mm-hmm. Bain is a killer. Uh, Anderson's a killer. Clark yeah, is yeah. a killer. Um, I mean, Aqua God. Uh, Steven Adams is a killer. I mean, these guys. Don't forget, these guys Jaren are Jackson and Jaron Jackson. These guys are dogs, man. And these guys, this is what they do. And this is how this is how they've gotten to where they are. And uh, you know, people have been talking about they've just been drooling over the Suns and the Suns and the um the Warriors, the Suns and the Warriors, the Suns and the Warriors. I've I've been I I love the Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies have have this all around talent, and they've got it. They're young, um, and so. I wouldn't sleep on them. They're definitely going to go seven games. I mean, I would still want to lean towards the Warriors just because of the experience. But at the same time, the same time, I think this is something worth putting your money in on the the Grizzlies. I feel like the Grizzlies. What did I tell you, Micah? What What did I tell you before we started? You want to take that hundred from me? Because I'm kind of in a pickle over here. Do you take my hundred and you go ahead and put them? You give me a hundred bucks on Venmo and I will put that on your Grizzlies right now and I will pay it out for you. Oh yeah, you can't gamble up there. But <laughs> I, I am not going <laughs> after to after I came home from Vegas because I was seeing a lot of people that were doing like betting down there and stuff like that. I was like, oh, I gotta get on this. You know, I, I said that in my head. I didn't say it out loud because Maddie was smacking you know, that in, in my head. Yeah, hey, and then I went home and I, I was looking it up and I was like, Oh, my state's not on here. I can't do it. <laughs> speaking of speaking of, shout out to uh to my boy down there in Phoenix, the big ticket. I'm going to be having him. We're going to be having him on the podcast in a couple weeks or so. Um, but, uh, you know, help uh, all of us straighten out our, our betting and trying to figure out how all, all that kind of stuff works and, you know, what to do, where to go type of things and what to look for. And just trying to give us some tips and some run around around this. Uh, Cause betting sports betting is new. Is it, they just brought it? It just became legal in Arizona. So, yeah, um, you know, yeah, I think yeah. I think I need to invest. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna invest in a VPN. See if I can figure something out. <laughs> no, so that's gonna be exciting. Uh, again, shout out to my boy Big Ticket on Twitter. Follow, like, um, but uh, but yeah, no, this is exciting, and I think like so. I wanted to get you guys' take. Warriors or Grizzlies, six or seven. Let's go. Going Warriors and seven. Ooh. What 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 is it? Three two Grizzlies. It's three two Golden State. Oh, I got Grizzlies and seven. You think Grizzlies are winning three straight? Huh? Okay. Yeah, I do. Grizzlies like I'm dying on that hill alone again. Grizzlies in seven. <laughs> there we go. There we go. This is gonna be an oh, interesting man. conversation next week. It, it or on Sunday. Oh yeah, it will be, Micah. It will be. Don't trust me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, let's let's see what 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 else has been going on. 
You guys thinking of anything? I mean, yeah, that pretty much wraps it up for the NBA playoffs right now. So we so we still got a couple games left, a couple uh, big important games, um, some uh, you, elimination. You have games. a pen and paper on you right there, Tommy. I do, sir. Write down everybody's predictions on that piece of paper and show everybody just real quick, because I want this set in stone that on Wednesday at ten eighteen p.m. we all declared this. That way, come Sunday night, we can bring our tickets. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I'm ready to either talk my shit or get shit on. (laughs) (laughs) Mike is either going to be sitting there taking it or he's just going to be. Okay. So take the podcast in time. So Micah and I are going Suns seven. Suns and seven. JJ, you're taking Mavs and seven. Mavs and seven. Yep. Here, I'm going to step away from the camera for a second. <clears throat> and then Micah is taking Bucks and seven. Bucks and seven. You two got Celtics. And then we're all taking the Heat. Yeah. Yeah. We're stupid, but we ain't that stupid. <laughs> And that are we taking that? What are we taking that? Seven or six? I'm I'm going six. Six? I'm, I'm going, going six. six. I'm gonna go six too. Let's just say JJ for six too. <laughs> um, and then Micah's taking the Warriors. Memphis, Memphis. Warriors is seven, and then you guys got Grizzlies in seven. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna make it interesting. I'm gonna go Warriors and six. Oh, Warriors and six. Let's go. He Warriors thinks that and they're six. gonna come in. And they're gonna be in their fails and say, "This is it." That's right, bold. Folks. It's bold. It's not like obscured, but yep. There we go. Wednesday, 10 p.m. 10 18. This is the law now. <laughs> All right, Tommy. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta discuss something with you. I heard you watch your uh, your first her- hockey game all the way through. Oh yeah, go Canes, go Canes! Oh, <laughs> no, yeah, the the um, it's the first round of the NHL playoffs right now, which is pretty exciting. We got some uh, some really good matchups. Uh, <clears throat> I think they had some games today. I'm not so sure what's going on. They did. They did. They had – who do they have today? I It was at the same time that the Boston game was going on, so I didn't watch it, but I saw that it was on. But, Tommy, um, what do you think? Because to hear you say that you're excited about some of these matchups is – I never thought I'd hear you say that. No, so – This is an MBD on, on the podcast. Never so, before. yeah, the Hurricanes are up on the Bruins right now, 3-2. to two, And uh, – I'm not sweating. That, that was – I'm – Canes. Canes are taking it um, on I'm not Thursday. Sweating. I'm not sweating about it. The Canes are taking it on on uh, Thursday tomorrow. The Canes are taking it. Um, and then the <laughs> Lightning and the Maple Leafs, which has been interesting because uh, the Maple Leafs have been uh, they've been one of those teams. They're like they're like one of those hot and cold. They're like 
like one of those hot and cold teams. They're like, like, hey, look at us. We're good. We're, we're kicking ass. And then the next thing you know, they're ass. The Penguins. So, um, the Penguins played today. So the Penguins. Yeah, that's, the that's the game that was on today. And the Rangers, the Rangers won today. But so, but now the series is at three to two pit or Penguins. Um, what else do we have? The Blues and the Wild. That's a good series. I'm saying the, the Wilds. Hold on, I want to say something about the Wilds. Every man on that roster is a menace. The the I don't think there's any man on that team that wouldn't drop gloves with anybody. Like they, <sighs> that, talk about a criminal team. Those those guys defend their own. You you sneeze on somebody wrong and you're dropping gloves. It's insane. They yeah. they are forced to be reckoned with. Yeah, no. So it's it's the playoffs have been good. Uh, the Panthers and the Capitals, uh, three to two. Uh, the Stars and the Flames, three to two. Um, Haven't they all been pretty even, other than like the Avalanche series? Yes. Go Avalanche, by the way. Um, because didn't the Avalanche like just sweep their team that they played? Yeah, the Avalanche are good. Yeah. They, no, they, they are really good team. No, the Avalanche. Like they're 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 up there with Vegas, the Golden Knights. But Tommy, I, I just want to get I want to get your thoughts on it. Like like, what did you think watching it? Because that that hockey's cool, isn't it? No, it was fun. I had a good time. It was actually really interesting. I'm still getting to know all the offsides and all the you know the power plays and the empty nets. Mm-hmm. Just getting used to all the new rules, the different rules. It's definitely a different sport but it's exciting you know I, I saw lots of physicality some gloves getting thrown off and it was it was fun you know it's watching some of these guys in the penalty box getting trolled by the fans it's it's, it's, oh, a cool it's it always happens really a good time. Um, it always happens there, there's this one video that i saw where i want to say it was a it was a boston guy that was in a in the penalty box and and this guy's recording him and he's just all like go out there and do it go out there and do it and the guy in the penalty box is like yeah yeah, he's like, all right, all right, watch this. And then he's like, hold him onto the door. And the guy that's in there with the penalty box, he's like, all right, three, two, one. And right when he opens the door, he's like, all right, watch this. And he skates out to the middle of the rink and fucking plows the dude that hit him before. And then they drop gloves. And he just starts railing up right out of the penalty box. Yeah. No, and I'm just like, oh my God. That happens a lot. And it's pretty awesome. It's so funny. Hockey and it, it People who don't watch hockey that much, I just want to give a little insight of why they fight and why they allow fighting, which I think personally, if they were to imply this to every sport, every sport would be very interesting to watch. But the reason they let them fight is because it's it's it helps keep penalties down. And it, like, like, you know what I mean? Very aggro penalties that are like harmful and stuff like that. And it also it also helps the teams build like that, that brotherhood and stuff like that, because you, they'll defend each other. They'll, you <laughs> hit on also a not a bunch of miles Garrett's out there skating around though. So for yeah, the most part, no, it's, it's all a bunch even, of, right. It's all miles, a bunch of letter. letter miles Garrett would be pulling there. off his skates, trying to cut throats and shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, that, that's why I think it's really interesting is because they, they just, they just let him egg it out. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you want to hit my, you want to hit my star player, and you want to try to injure my star player. Well, you're gonna get hands, and so that makes it so that it, it, to do something like that is less likely to happen because you're probably gonna get your ass beat if you do. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, if no. They so, did that in football. Whew. 
Just saying. No, so it, it, it it's exciting. These playoffs, these playoffs are going to be really exciting. You know, uh, no, the NHL is starting to pop out and do their thing. So everybody keep tabs on those. We'll we'll be keeping a little bit of tabs on them too. But uh, I think that just about wraps it up for us tonight on the, the Daddy Caddy podcast. So, um, you know, uh, we look forward to visiting with you all Catch and uh, checking our checking our bets on Monday or uh, Sunday. And it's uh, gonna be an interesting night. <laughs> it, it, it really will be. Yeah, Mikey, you better eat your Wheaties on Sunday, boy. You better eat them Wheaties. We'll see. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, but that wraps it up for us tonight, and uh, we will catch up with y'all on Sunday. But uh, peace out, fam. Love you guys. We are out. <laughs>